0: I'm Dr. Greg Winteregg, CEO of the Private Dentist Alliance. I want to talk to all of you students out there today who are wondering what your future is going to be like as a career in dentistry, as an assistant, as a hygienist, as a dentist. Where is this profession going with the rapid increase of the DSO movement? I'm here to tell you the PDA is going to help you and I want you to become a member today. It is free. Now why should you become a member? You're gonna get weekly video updates from me and you're gonna get regular updates of our newsletters from the Alliance on exactly what is happening and how we are going to help preserve and protect the private practice of dentistry. Now to me, the most important advantage is you are going to get access to our job board. What is that? Our private practicing members all have access to our PDA job board. Which means, if they have an opening in their private practice of assistant, hygienist, doctor, front office staff, they're going to be able to post it. And you're going to be able to check up regularly. And as our membership grows, we're going to be covering larger and larger territories across the United States. If you are looking for a job in any position in the office of a private practice, you need to become a student member today. It is free. Go to www.privatedental.org and become a student member today. You're going to love your benefits. Do it now.
1: What is up, guys? It's your boy, Matt. Havis back at it with the Dental Student Guys podcast. Today, we have a super cool interview for you. We have Lisa Copeland back at it again. She sits down to discuss all things team meetings, how to host it, how to make them efficient, how to make them prosper in your office and make your office better. For team culture. So tune in, tell us what you think. We'd love to hear your feedback. We want to know what we can do to make this the best podcast we can for you. So as always, follow us on Instagram at dental.student.vibes. Give us a like, comment, review, share with a friend, and just let us know what we can do to make this the best podcast. As always, stay safe and bye-bye. All
2: right. So Lisa, we were briefly talking before about uh, improving patient communication. So now let's talk a little bit about team meetings? Because obviously team meetings are so important. And uh, I know a lot of offices, sometimes they don't do team meetings, sometimes they don't do morning huddles, anything like that. But what is the value of team meetings and how can that help bring practices to the next level?
3: Oh, they're so important on so many different levels. And so, um, you know, having a different structure of of meetings, right? So morning huddles, you mentioned, um, I call them stand-ups. And I think stand ups are so important to get everybody on the same page for the day right you get your mindset around it, but it's super important to have an agenda. And what I like to do is tell offices to have a different staff person. Run the meeting, like, uh, probably on a weekly basis is a good way to do it, right? So you have, let's say you're working five days a week, you have an administrative assistant run it for one week, and then you have a dental assistant run it next week, then the doctor, then the hygienist, right? Now, everybody participates, because we all look at the schedule from a different perspective. If I'm a hygienist, I'm going to look at it from a hygiene and say, Oh, no, you know, this, this may not work here because of this, this and this and that's other people don't look at that because that's not where they're focusing. And so have an agenda. Keep them really brief. You only want your morning huddles to be about 10 minutes. And I do recommend standing up, being in an operatory or being around a computer that you can be actually looking at the schedule. You know, rather than having a printout of the day, I think it's nice that you can just look at, you know, here's the doctor's schedule next to the hygiene schedule, next to the other doctor and, and the whole thing laid out. And then you can address the issues. Um, The other thing that's really important about when you're going through the team meetings, you know, you're going to have emergencies, you know, typically on Monday and Friday afternoon um, you're going to have the majority of your emergencies because people either struggled through the weekend and now they want to get in now, or they've put it up off all week and, you know, it's Friday afternoon and they're thinking, Hmm, this isn't going to go away. I think I better call. And so You need to allow in your scheduling a little bit of wiggle room and and have a place to be able to put emergencies and and give yourself a little bit of room for running behind. Um, It's funny, we're having this conversation. I just wrote a a blog that I'm gonna post next month on if patients wait longer than 20 minutes, you're more likely to get negative reviews on your social media sites. And so that's huge. If, if the patient is waiting longer than 20 minutes, they're also likely to have a more negative experience in your office. Mm-hmm. And so look at your schedule and think, well, I know Dr. X takes an hour and a half to do a crown prep and Dr. Y does it in an hour. And so allow that time so that you're not continually running behind and having the patients wait longer than they should be. Right. Um, The other thing in your meetings is to uh, emphasize I I like I like to have celebrations every day, you know, like what happened yesterday, you've got to reflect on what happened. Um, We had a really good day on Monday, Tuesday, not so good. What happened? What changed? Or what did we what did we miss that we could have prevented? And so reflect backwards in order to move forwards and have a discussion about what you could do differently. Um, talk about where you're going to put your emergency patients. Um, talk about what if if anybody has any free time. If you've got this looming project or something that really needs to get done that nobody's had time to do, talk about who's gonna. If anybody has free time today, can we put this on priority and see if we can start just chipping away at this project? And that way the whole team is involved. You know, I worked for a dentist in uh, Seattle for twelve years. And I've never worked for a dentist that participated so much in the everyday aspect of running the office. So when we got running behind and, you know, sterilization would pile up sometimes. And that just happens, you know, everybody's busy. He would go into the sterilization room and he'd just start, you know, cleaning instruments and bagging them and putting them in the sterilizer. And he just did whatever, whatever the office needed to keep running smoothly he would do and we all learned from that, right? So nobody thought, well, that's not my job, <laughs> right? right? Everybody pitched in. Um, so those are some of the things you can address in the meetings. Having a department meeting on a monthly basis, because each department is, is different in their needs and things that they could focus on as far as productivity and, and being more effective, more efficient in, in scheduling as well. And then monthly meetings, um, once a month have a all department meeting together and you bring whatever the department meeting uh, talked about, you bring that into your monthly meeting. And then of course, an annual meeting and you're right, uh, Seth, you said in the beginning of this conversation, so many offices don't do any of these. You know, if I ask this question in a conference, um, you know, who, how many of you are doing Uh, a stand-up meeting every morning very few hands go up depending on you know what type of of association it is but when i ask about annual meetings even less and so they're so important to look at the whole year look back on the year and let's say you had five projects that you were going to work on you wanted to increase your whitening you wanted to get more implant patients you wanted to do more cosmetic dentistry whatever it is look at how you did and how you got there, you know, and, and maybe you hit three out of four. Right. And so should you continue moving on or moving forward with the three or four that you did really well with and just let go of the one that didn't work? Or do you modify things? Mm -hmm. Um, And the the annual meeting should be fun. I would say, take it off site, you know, do something um, that the staff, can do really fun together. We used to do golf. Um, my, one of my bosses was a big golfer. So we'd go to his golf, golf club all day meeting. He would hire, um, he would hire entertainment for like lunchtime. (laughs) He like a magician or just something different. And then he and his wife, every, every meeting, for the annual meeting, they would they would have a theme and they would dress in costume, and the whole meeting was about that. Right? It was great. We had a blast, um, but we covered some really serious things. We also had vendors come in right. and talk about products that we were interested in expanding. You know, we had um, a whitening company come in one year because we really wanted to focus on on getting better at, at delivering whitening treatment because Mm -hmm. it's a great way for us to increase productivity very, very quickly. Um, And so we had a whitening specialist come in and and did a little hands-on demonstration for us. Uh, We had um, speakers like myself come in and give a continuing education, like a one hour continuing education on a topic that we were interested in. Mm
0: -hmm. And so
3: again, having a very specific agenda and having each person be involved in um, delivering that topic, you know, so I would take one topic, the assistant would take another topic. And again, that keeps everybody engaged. And you're also responsible for that portion of the day. And so it makes people a a, a lot more committed to making it a successful day.
2: Awesome. Lisa, you are on fire right now. You're <laughs> dropping so many bombs. This is awesome. I'm, I'm taking notes on all this. I'm going to put this in my, my big operations manual. So I, oh, a- I love it. I have a ton of questions for you now, so I
3: just want to reflect on some
2: of the things you said. So for each of the meetings, go over your reflections, celebrations. I want to quote you what you said. You said, reflect backwards in order to move forwards. Love that quote. Um, And then you also said uh, uh, morning huddles, monthly meetings for departments, then an all-department monthly meeting, and then an annual meeting with vendors, the, the doctors would come in, in, in theme and costumes, love that. <laughs> and then also make it fun. I love that as well. Um, so let's just go way back to the beginning here. So for those uh, morning huddles, what is, can you give me like a quick structure and then what's the time limit on those morning huddles? Cause that's usually the biggest thing why people don't do it mm-hmm. is because it takes up too much time in the morning. Right.
3: Um, well, one of the things that I, I noticed in a lot of practices I work with is you usually have one or two employees that come late all the time, consistently, right. right? So, first thing is get everybody there on time and ready for the meeting. It starts at ten minutes before the hour or whatever. I'd say ten minutes tops. Mm-hmm. Um, some offices go a little bit longer than that, which is fine. But you want um, you want to look at production for the day. You know what are the what are the department goals? Um, how we're going to you know if you've got any holes in the schedule. Maybe if you have a patient in the hygiene chair that needs restorative, um, let's talk about who, we, who who maybe still has undi- or, um, treatment that hasn't been completed, right? So let's say Max is in my chair, and I know he was diagnosed with a filling last time, and he didn't, he didn't complete that treatment yet. Perfect place or perfect person to fill that hole, mm-hmm. right? So production goals, you want to also talk about... Um, yesterday's schedule and anything that you need to talk about as far as moving forward into the next day okay great right so Uh, you want to look at both sides of your day right and if you see an area you know um if you if you've had an emergency put in and you're looking at the schedule and the doctor has two hygiene exams next to a crown delivery and now there's an emergency that's not going to work out very well, right? He can't be or she can't be in three places at once or four places at once. And so look at the schedule overall and think about, should we move this patient? You know, what can we do to alleviate this stressor here? Because you don't want people running into their lunch every day. People need a break. You know that, right? You, you just got to have some downtime so that you're, you're your best you starting into the afternoon. right? Right. And coming into the next day and the next week. And so everybody needs a little bit of decompression and a little bit of slack time, which is really hard for practices to do because they focus very much on production, but you can become very efficient in in how you're scheduling and you can be even more productive and not on that hamster wheel.
1: Yeah. So Lisa, you bring up some great points about like everyone wants that decompress time and everyone might be a little bit frustrated or a little bit like go 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 and not really kind of taking a step back so what are your thoughts on having like an afternoon regroup post-lunch or at the end of the day kind of like a quick little synopsis because what I've heard before is some offices hate the idea of if there's a disgruntled employee or somebody had a really bad day and then they carry that with them going home you know, so do you recommend maybe like an afternoon regroup right before everyone leaves? And that way everyone kind of adjourns at the same time? Or what are your thoughts on that?
3: That's tricky because if the bigger the office, the more, the more, um, staggered you're going to have as far as finishing times. Um, but I, I do like the idea of regrouping, um, or, Focus on it in your in your your stand up meeting the next day, but then the patient then the person's taken it home. Um, what I would say is that's a great question. I, I have this this little um, achievement award I call the traveling trophy, and I I have people. Um, whatever the trophy is, you know, they can make up whatever they want. It can be a plaque. It can be a certificate. It can be an actual trophy, but every Friday um, one employee takes the traveling trophy home for the week or for the weekend. And then on Monday they come back in and they observe the office the whole week. And then on Friday they give it to the next team member. Nice. And so what that does, and I'm thinking this, this could have, kind of a little bit of a play into your question. Um, When you have something like that, people are more observant about what's going on in the office on a daily basis. And so if I saw that that my colleague was having a really bad day, you know, things just weren't going right, I could hear the patient conversations or whatever it is, if I observed that, then probably a good idea to bring it up to the office manager or to the dentist, whoever the communicator would be for that practice, and and then make a decision. Do we need to address this today before we leave or should we talk about it the next morning, right? So maybe it could be a little bit flexible um, in the urgency of addressing the issue, Mm -hmm. but usually the quicker you get to it, the better.
2: Right, right. So with the traveling trophy, that's
4: team member to team member, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And, I, and that's so the great. whole
3: team, everybody, everybody is eligible.
4: Mm-hmm. And for the traveling trophy, do you get to pick the theme of what the trophy stands for that week?
3: <laughs> oh, you could, I never have done that. I just make okay. it kind of open-ended like, okay. all right. I noticed that um, Carol, our receptionist went like above and beyond with that new patient. And she, you know, called and followed up, you know, I just paid attention to what she was doing with this one particular patient that may be who I choose to receive the traveling trophy on Friday. Gotcha, right,
4: okay. Right, so, so it can be
3: point. it can be as specific or as open-ended as you want it. Get gotcha. creative with it.
4: Because I thought to myself, like, let's say Seth wins it this week, and then he's like, okay, for the theme for this week is like teamwork, whoever is the best team player or whatever. Oh, I
3: like that. I love that idea.
4: Paul wins it, and then he wins that one. So then his choice for the theme of like what the trophy stands for that following week would be something like uh patient communication who communicate oh i love that you know something of that nature too you know just to sort of add yep. it but to help you hone different skills you know probably.
3: right and it also helps you focus on different aspects of the of the practice exactly mm-hmm. right and so yeah i love that idea
4: wow good stuff
2: man <laughs> you know, it just comes to me
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so what two of the things i like you said um traveling trophy from team member to team member I think that kind of gives the team members ownership, right? Of they feel like, you know, they're part of the practice. Then the other thing you said is um, having the team members lead the morning huddles for like a whole week. I love that. That's great. So that, again, giving um, ownership and you got skin in the game, right? I, right. I, I'm important. I have to lead the team this week. You know, that's, right.
4: that's the feeling you get. more responsibility. So that the, the practitioner doesn't just do it. It could be the assistant or whatever, or right. the new person allows them to, you know, feel more a part of the team, especially if they're new or whatever. Exactly. Like,
3: yeah. yeah, and you know, it it um, it removes a little bit of the hierarchy structure mm-hmm. by having every team member participate. Right, each person matters, and each person's important, and what they focus on is is additionally important, and so it it creates a lot more collaboration and engagement with the team. Because everyone wants to do it well, right? It's my week. I got up. I got to step up, <laughs> right? Definitely. Not that you don't normally, but it's a little bit more incentive.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely incentive. Any last words, Matt? Mm-hmm.
3: I yeah. I, I did want to ask one thing. So
4: for if you lead the team or anything, is there any? Do you provide any financial incentive, like a gift card or anything, if they go above and beyond? You know, within the meeting, yeah. You know, like with oh,
3: absolutely. Yeah. Any any appreciation, people really love. Everybody likes to be appreciated and recognized for anything that they do. So, oh gosh, absolutely. Silly, you know, $5 coffee gift card or Mm -hmm. um, an Amazon card or donate, you know, with younger generations, they're all about donations to um, a community service. Mm -hmm. And so whatever it is that's important to that person or that patient even follow that lead.
2: Right. Awesome. Great. Love it. So Lisa, you I mean, this has been so much so many bombs you dropped on us. Welcome. Us. You have been an amazing guest to interview. We definitely want to have you back on cuz we got a lot more to talk to you about. Implantology, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. We'd love to talk to you. Love to have you back on. So Lisa, before uh you go, can you give our listeners uh all of your contact information, plugs, uh your website again and any social media that you want to introduce?
3: my um my website's uh communicate and um, my um you can contact me you can connect with me on linkedin uh facebook or instagram i'm 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 not on twitter quite as much um and then i i work with i'm a coaching dental professional coach so if your office is looking for someone to come in for um help with your communication skills Or let's say one of you or somebody you know is giving a, um, has to give a presentation, they need help with their delivery or their presentation um, content structure, Uh, I do that as well.
1: All right, guys, that'll do it for our, our very special interview with Lisa Copeland, discussing all things team meetings, how to host them, how to make them successful in your office. And we hope you guys enjoyed the interview. We really did. We learned a lot. There's a ton of high-yield information. That's just Lisa Stiles. She loves to give you the down and dirty, making sure that you guys just learn everything you need to learn and being as successful as possible. So, as always, follow us on Instagram at dental.student.vibes. Make sure you give us a like, comment, review. Share it with a friend. Let us know what you guys think. And as always, stay safe and vibe.